Glad you brought the crew. <laughs> <laughs> it's good if you cover over them like that. Yeah, if only we had an audience. It's <laughs> 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 very exciting. Why did you start recording? It's the worst um, lead in. <laughs> it's all this is a slop ever. There's nothing interesting. But but I'll I'll, All right. gi- I'll give you four dollars if you run that whole minute before the show. <laughs> We're queuing it. Four dollars. Oh, I got it. We gotta say stuff about what yes. you, you do the intro. Yes, today, ladies and gentlemen, another oh, you episode. Wait for the music. Go. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm off. You're cue. late. You're late. <laughs> Today, ladies and gentlemen, we have another episode of Skim 8, where today we're going to be talking about some amazing things like Terrence's new heater. Oh, some lanthanum chloride, maybe? Or is that in the next episode? And uh, questions, of course, from everybody. (laughs) That was good. Yeah? That was good. Uh, Yeah, I like how you just said any random thing. That one was actually on the the set list. I I can't take your place um, on that. I think I'm going to leave that role to you. And somebody, uh, I think it was Ian, said to me today that that, that, uh, we should call it the schemate. 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 He he thought that sounded Uh, better. I think maybe he should uh, keep... Keep giving the suggestions on the on the aquarium stuff. On the aquarium, <laughs> stay off the schemate. Yeah, stay stay off the schemate. Now that's all I'm going to be able to say the entire the entire well, didn't, recording. Wasn't my original idea that you basically thumbs down that I call it schemates? Because oh yeah, lo- no, that's that was because that's a that's kitschy and cute and yes. makes a terrible name. Okay, I, I agree. Mean, some people like it, but overall, then 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 for the rest of your life, you go yeah, skimmates. <laughs> Well, we'll let everybody out there like give a comment, and then they yeah. can put me down and say, "Yeah, that was a stupid All idea." Right. All right. All right. So, what are we the, talking they about? They need that for that. They need. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so, we're at your house this time. We're oh, that's right. Where place. are we? It is uh, a Terrence visit. The Terrence place, and uh, your tank's looking pretty great. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. The last time I was a little bit embarrassed. Um, I have to say, I did uh, just clean the, gl- the glass right before you came, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, e- everything is going great. I've got a bunch of new fish in here, or fishes, I guess, if I want to be Julian correct. No, that's uh, that's uh, correct, correct. <laughs> um, but Julian makes a point of that all the time. Yeah, uh, he's right. He, he is. It's a shame, though, that it doesn't carry over, because octopuses should be different species of octopus, but Oh, it's but not. it's different, that's yeah. That's not how that English works. Language. It only works in fishes. Well, anyway, it has stuck with me just from hearing Julian say it. But anyway, I've got a bunch of new wrasses in here, um, a kind of a celebration bec- because... I just I was going to interrupt you just because we're being pedantic about words, okay, uh, uh, and things, uh, rasses and um, uh, um, I would I, I want the people <laughs> who talk about a, 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 a single antheus as an anthea, okay, to stop doing that, okay, because that's not how it works, okay. They are all antheus, okay. There's I didn't know there were people that did that. No, <laughs> there is a shocking number too. Shocking to whom? <laughs> to, <laughs> Not me, to me. That anybody would call it an anthea. It's just, uh, it struck me as so bizarre. I okay. never thought of it. It makes total sense, but it's not a thing. Okay. So you got a bunch of ras eyes. Ras eyes. <laughs> I say, we come up with a new word Rasses is. Yes. Uh, I've been just collecting them kind of in celebration of uh, the last time you came here, I had all of this uh, algae. Most yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. It was uh, it was impressive. Rich talks about it now because Rich doesn't want to hurt your feelings when uh, when he's here. But now it's yeah, that's fixed true. and I resolved. Have, wow, this looks terrible. <laughs> you knew that, of course, <laughs> exactly. So I had the uh, the the dreaded stuff, uh, the feathery algae, uh, the bryopsis, bryopsi. Yeah, and that uh, that stuff is the bane of of aquariums for me for a long, long time. And uh, we already went through it in a, another episode yeah. of, of applying uh, the flucosinol through, I used Blue Life's uh, version of that. And uh, I did not really um, think it was going to do that much. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like many other things, many things that you rant on all the time, like it cures and and it'd probably reduce it a little, but then it'd be back in four days and... No, I mean, I, I documented it, and I have the photos, and uh, I showed them actually on, on a Let's Talk Reef episode, and uh, you could see day by day it melting away. Yeah. Uh, and other algaes in the tank, too, uh, have subsided, other kind of turf algaes and, yeah. and hair everything algaes. Everything went, huh? Not everything. I've got a little bit of stuff here and there, but... Um, well, you have algae? I know I see some cyano, but that's no, in a weird place. Yeah. But is there, you, there's algaes as well? Yeah, th- that's a bacteria, right? But yeah. that's But the algaes, I got a little bit, like, right... There, right there, as I'm trying to turn around. Oh, and still okay, get on I can mic. see. I see what you're talking about. And uh, but I mean, compared to what was going on, uh, I mean, this stuff is amazing. I'm also have been 
uh, cautiously uh, just kind of waiting for the bomb to drop, kind of something else that might happen because of that, right? Some yeah. side effect that would happen. And to date, I haven't haven't seen any. Did you have to pull the macro out of your sump? I well, uh, as part of the recommendation with uh, the treatment, I definitely um, pulled it out, put it into a Rubbermaid tub for two weeks, put a bubbler in there, okay, and so a power yes. head, and uh, and then when I put it back in my t- yes, yes. <laughs> Rich is I, I broke him. I just wanted. I just wanted. Just wanted I, yes or no it just answer. took. It took uh, two sentences uh, for you know the yes are, to come out. You know we are filling uh, fifty uh, four we minutes have more. No of problem time. with that. <laughs> <laughs> Either I just to you, just, or we wouldn't be doing this together. I'm, I'm happy with the. Uh, with the, with the with the detail, I just wanted well, to know. Some people might want to know. No, everyone wants to know. So I did. <laughs> I took it out, and uh, when I put it back in, I put about probably sixty percent of it because some of it was didn't quite make it well. Sure. I didn't heat that water in there and whatnot. I put it back in, and it's now growing and um, back to the way it was as far as the macroalgae. That's and great. The tank is doing great, and uh, in celebration, like I said, I got I don't know like about twelve different uh, rasi. Yeah, rasizes. <laughs> rasizes. Rasizes. That's um, great. You, you talk about, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, me being a skeptical jackass uh, <laughs> later in the episode. But it's, uh, um, you know, the, the is main that one. Self proclaimed or. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, and. And, yeah. Other people. But uh, the, the idea that, uh, you know, extraordinary claims require extraordinary yes. evidence, right? That's a Sagan thing, Carl Sagan. Um, but evidence. Compelling evidence is useful, and right. there's a ton of compelling evidence for the use of this drug uh, to do this, and um, there's been a bunch of cases where it seems to work pretty well, and, you know, I can't argue with that. I mean, but it's just when there's no evidence, you know, and, but and here we, you know, whoever, I can't remember who, who started this, uh, but he went through it very detailed and, uh, you know, a lot like the way Dustin Dorton did uh, for the red bug treatment. Right, right, for the... And it's like, well, okay, that's that's... That's the kind of stuff we need to see when we're going to start pouring stuff into our tanks. It's, it's one of the parts of this hobby that I really, really enjoy is the, uh, uh, well, it's the exploration, right? It's kind yeah. of like the um, the Magellan of Well, it's, uh, it's uh, of lab bench science. Okay. It's like what a naturalist was 100 years ago. Uh, right, okay. Uh, that's why I think a good chunk of people love it is because we're tinkering with stuff and doing ongoing constant experiments, and, it, and we can see them having effect in real time, and it's really a cool thing. And I don't know, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but even the scientific kind of guys like you probably kind of get a thrill out of not sometimes always having to be constrained by the absolute scientific way of doing things, that you can get to some knowledge and some understanding way before because you know that you're not necessarily creating a, a paper out of it at the end. Well, there's, yes, and, and there's this whole idea. It's, it's, we should talk about this more unless we end up talking about it now for a long time. Which is possible. Our listeners don't seem to mind. I've um, getting a lot of great feedback. So. Oh, great, great, great. The uh, it goes from people seeming to think, you know, I just can say what I did, to there needs to be a scientific paper. And right. I always call them scientific papers, which makes right. me nutty. And and that's I not just made a, you nutty. That's not at all what we care about. Right. You know, uh, when somebody says I need some evidence, we, I'm not talking about peer-reviewed paper. It, it, most of the stuff, we're never going to get that, right? right? It's just too expensive and too weird for anybody to do. We just want compelling evidence. Right. And, uh, and uh, two paragraphs written about what you did and why you did it and why you think it did what it did and what happened is compelling. Right. I, I mean, it can be compelling. It I depends add, on what it, it actually says. I would add one extra thing, at least for me on that, which is uh, compelling evidence from a trustworthy source. Um, oh, I think that's built in, but it's good to call that out. I, I, for me, with Flucosinol specifically in this instance, it was, it's not just I read um, what was a lot of compelling evidence on a forum. Yeah. Um, oh, I but mean, you these read are my somebody. animals. No, and I spoke to certain people who I respect and yeah. who have great um, aquariums and who have done one or two or three treatments of this, uh, not in the last week or the last month, but a year ago. Yeah. And putting all of those things together made me have that kind of, okay. It's not going to kill everything in my tank. I don't know if it's going to take care of the algae or not, but I'm okay with it. Sure, sure. It was the same. I remember doing that kind of diligence when I wanted to, a long time ago, uh, uh, use a red slime remover. Okay. And how am I going to do that? That one still scares me. Um, It's a scary one, but uh, um, 
I did the same thing. It was like, okay, does it work? Why doesn't it work? What are the common threads? Right. How can I maximize the chances for me not to have a problem? And um, uh, what, it, uh, what is the answer to that? A lot of air. Put a lot of air in the tank. Put air stones in the tank. Do not rely on the skimmer. That's the main one. Right. I, I, I just know that uh, any one of these juices or things yeah. that we talk about, just they scare the heck out of me uh, over just uh, take care of the tank. Well, isn't it interesting that so many of these things exist because people just want to be able to do one thing and have their problem fixed? That's well, that's it, my current feeling is that, you know, when people talk about aptasia, which we'll get into, I think, a little bit later, or, you know, any algae, anything, it always seems like, you know, the idea of you're the predator for six months, people just don't want to... Well, I think they this don't is, I mean, without that. having to go way too often to left field, I mean, isn't this a carryover from, you see the commercials on TV, which is, okay, get this particular drug, it's going to fix this. And then, like, uh, 20 minutes later, there's another drug. It's like, you're going to get constipated from this drug, so <laughs> use this one. And people know. just want a, they want a pill, they want yeah. a solution to this specific problem, and they don't necessarily want to go through the, you know, the pain, the pain of dieting, or the pain of this, or the pain of that. They yeah. just, they want that quick answer. And yeah. I think that just carries over into what we do with this. And yeah. And there's a there's a, there's a huge amount of uh, you know of I think stress for people too that they want a tank like you have or like I have and when it's going Maybe. no they do I mean it's yeah. aspira- it's aspirational for them absolutely I think you I, I don't think you should like like dismiss that so easily there are a lot of people that out there that uh, look up to you okay there's a lot of people that look up to me and they look at the aquariums and they want to have stuff like that. And when it's going south, right, they don't want to leave the hobby. They don't want anything. So they want a quick answer. They want to get there. I think, yeah, I think that's true. And I also think it's true that as society, we just want, we don't want to do any work. We just want it to work. Absolutely. All right. And, you know, you know, so for mitted snails, yeah, you're going to have to do stuff for a long time. And then you're going to have to do it once in a while after that. But it's not that big a deal. Right, right. Is is what I keep coming down. Well, now to. we can have another vermeted s- snail discussion because I didn't do anything with them. My and fish I, took care of it, buddy. I hate them. Oh, you, w- some of your wrasse eyes? Not my wrasse eyes. My I, I believe it was the same thing that takes care of a discussion we're going to have a little bit later on, <laughs> <laughs> on another topic. And uh, I have a um, a marginalis butterfly, and I have uh, yeah, because I saw him doing it. Oh, um, cool. and he picks at the snails too, so that's how I know. Yeah, I was going to say most of the ones that will do vermitids <laughs> will also screw up what you want. Yes, I'm not saying it's foolproof. Okay, I'm just saying okay, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a lazier reefer than you. Oh, that's untrue. <laughs> Speaking uh, of lazy, are, okay. what else do you have to say about the paraphrasis treatment? No, so, so I mean it's good. And so I, it's I would approved, it. and, and and I guess it's going to be Rich Ross. I haven't done it myself, but I've seen before and after, and I think I saw it during. Um, it seems to have really worked. It's, yeah. uh, it's I'd recommend it. Follow the instructions, you know, that were given to me, um, and yeah. I follow the ones that were on the box. Basically, your your tank looks a lot less bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, all right. it looks really good. It's, I I love the giant colonies. Every time I'm over here and I see this tank, it's like, oh, I want a tank that's you know deeper. Right. You know that's that's got further front to back. Right. Because it I, lets you do so many things. If it wouldn't cut off the room more, I actually wanted to go another like eight inches this way. Yeah, I said this once, and somebody oh uh, somebody got really weird because I said it, so I'll say it now. Is that I said uh, um, I can't wait for my tank to finally break so I can replace it. <laughs> yeah, and they made a face <laughs> like you just made <laughs> because I'm not going to replace it just cause. There's going to have to be a compelling reason. Yeah, I, I think I'd want a small leak and then call no, it no, a break. No, okay. <laughs> All right. I can't wait for there to be a small leak. When I hear break, I, I hear somebody looking at my tank. like right, Throwing like a brick it, through it, the front? It, it, yeah. Like <laughs> an ATM-style catastrophic failure? Oh, uh, so okay. speaking of your stuff, what is going on at the What's going on Secret on Home Lab? The Secret Home Lab. So I'm going to redo the Secret Home Lab. Okay. The, the Secret Home Lab got built by bits and pieces, you know, from fish stores and things like that as as it grew. And it's been working for a long time. And it's uh, it's a little um, worse for the wear. Okay. Uh, the, you know, the tanks, have ne- you know, the stands have never been great, they, but they've been functional. And functional has been fine. And I'm not enjoying working on them anymore. Okay. Because they're not. Yummy, right, right. So uh, no, I get that. You get to a point. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's it, you know, you got a bunch of old, old used gear. Eventually, right. it's still old used gear. Right, right. So I know what I want out of it now. So I'm gonna pull it out. It'll be pretty easy, I think. 
a new stand will just slide in, and then there'll be two kind of cube tanks on the top shelf, or okay. on the middle shelf, there'll be a storage shelf on the top. And the bottom, I think, will be one giant tank that I can do some flow experiments in. Oh. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And one of the two tanks on the, on, on the middle level, on the main level, one's just going to be for coral spawning. Okay. So, and the other one will probably just be my nemin. So how do you darken that all up? Because don't you have to darken it? Yeah, I'll 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 build it so it's uh, sequestered from light. Oh, so it's all hidden. So and it'll run off its own controller. Oh, or at least the lights will. I'll probably probably leave everything else on the regular. So on the same water system or a different water? Same water system. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll I'll run the heat with a heater in the tank. Right. And um, it should be fine. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll I'll you'll see when, when it comes up. Comes, I'll, comes I'll along. show you how it comes. So that I'm one looking forward to that. It shares the uh, water system with the front, the main yes. display that you have? Yeah. There. So, and, you know, it's not very much turnover because, you know, turnover doesn't mean right. anything. It's so it's just it's just water pouring through there. God, I love it. Um, both of us can agree on something like that. It's really, really interesting. <laughs> it always makes me question myself when we agree. Um, so, yeah, just a little bit no, of water. No Triton 10X turnover for you? No. No. No, right? Your turnover should only match your skimmer, right? Because yeah. otherwise you're just I, I don't know about that. All I skimmer. know is if I've got uh, like 600 gallons of water, have you seen 6,000 gallons a of lot. water turnover? Well, turnover is from a time when everything yeah. was through one pump. Correct. You and didn't you have did everything, and we don't do that anymore, so it doesn't, make any, yeah, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. You had uh, closed loops and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but now it's, you know, you just match your skimmer. And all the water that goes but into my sump goes through my skimmer. Two years ago, it was like I couldn't have people stop because we have the core pump, right? And yeah. Whatever. But anyway, it's like, oh, but I need to have somebody told me I need 10x turnover. And yeah. I've got to. Oh, well, that's uh, how all those things you know, were. And I'm, and I'm like, uh, yeah, you, do you realize the size pump? And have you ever seen a two inch pipe push through 3,000 gallons per that's hour? That's a lot of water. That is a lot of water. So <laughs> much water. I mean, you watch on mine here on that two inch pipe coming down, and it, I do like 1,100, 1,200 gallons per hour. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot. It's just like, how can it be 3x then that? Then you get bubbles all over the place oh. and spray. and So, yeah. So, anyway. Okay, well, that's the secret home lab, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, that, that should be no happening. No octopi? Uh, there's always space for octopuses. <laughs> Octopodes. <laughs> all three of those are correct. We don't need to go over that again, I think. Okay, so they're going to, because there's two cubes and one other one, where are they going to go? The octopus? Yeah. The, the, the secret home lab uh, is expandable. Infinitely okay. expandable. So octopuses generally would go in some smaller cubes, some smaller tanks. Okay. So uh, a temporary stand will be set up to hold the octopus. Ah, got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we definitely got to get some pics of that and put it up on Facebook and stuff we like that. Because I know, that. especially after this podcast, people are going to have interest in wanting to see what the secret home lab That's looks awful. like. That's awful nice of them. You know, but it's secret. It's secret. <laughs> it's a secret home lab. Uh, I still get your notifications too. So I see. Do you really? Every day. <laughs> I turned off a whole lot of notifications uh, because they're just taking up space. So Scott Thomas asks, any chance you could share some of your shared knowledge on Aptasia? I have issues in my tank which I'm fighting endlessly. Really endlessly? endlessly. I think that's hyperbolic. Because <laughs> th- he wouldn't have had time to. to Speaking send of pedantic word, uh, um, <laughs> I'm fighting a losing battle. When I go <laughs> He's to reading. my local so fish store, don't know. Rich is reading <laughs> all of it. He typed up the uh, the producer notes here, and it's it's his own misspelling. So he's having fun. Like it is absolutely my own misspelling. It's not Scott Thomas's misspelling you that I copied and pasted. That, that I cut and pasted. It's me having typed it. Um, I'm fighting a losing battle when I go to my local fish store. It seems to be everywhere. Seems unavoidable. I've spent money on nudies, peppermints. I've been told filefish are a waste of time. I have a 500-liter tank in the UK. Do I start again? Well, first of all, leave the UK. <laughs> no, I, I have no idea what that even means. <laughs> I like that he said he's in the UK. That's cool that somebody in the UK is listening that to is us. That thank you, Scott, for the question. Thank you, Scott. I'm, I'm going to address the kind of the first thing before we talk about how to get rid of them, which is um, when he goes to the local fish store, seems to be everywhere. Um, once... Once you have these and you have as many tanks as many local fish stores have, um, it's incredibly hard to keep them out of everything uh, in your systems. They're going to be around. Um, and many of them have uh, some of the, you know, many small uh, fish aquariums that they have, and they can't put you know, fish in those aquariums to kill them, and they don't have the staff to take it down. So the, the moral of that kind of story for me is expect to get Aptasia on any, well, not the fish, but on any of the corals or rocks or anything that your live rocks or anything you take home from the local fish store, I don't think you're, you know, especially if you do it 10 times, you're going to get them once, um, somehow or another. I, I, 
because they they can just hide on a little frag plug. Yeah, yeah. I you know quarantine is an interesting one, which we'll, oh, that's a whole we should absolutely one. talk about some other time. But I I think you're yeah they're going to get in, and so what are you going to do? So I don't find them to be such a big deal. People uh, seem to freak out a lot. Um, I, 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 I I don't know. Maybe this is just being old reefers. Is that it's like oh no, it's Aptasia. Yeah, no, it's everything's just an ongoing fight. I it's think you just have not a, that big a that, deal. That's for sure. It's but as soon as you convert, as soon as you've done it long enough to go, oh, it's not the end of the world, you know? Right. Ah, okay. Breathe. What do I need to do to take care of these? How 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 much effort do I want to put in right now? You know, what scale mm-hmm. do I want to n- try to nuke it from space? Or do I just want to kind of nuke it a little bit at a time? What you know? So, and what are my strategies for those? Uh, and then it just becomes uh, simple maintenance. I think part of this is just a, a it is a a way that a lot of hobbyists look at this out there in the um, uh, the ecosphere of Facebook and forums and whatnot. In that you'll have a couple of different types of hobbyists. You'll have one hobbyist who has a tank; it's looking pretty good, and they get one or two of these things pop up. And they say, what is this? Or they've read this thing and says, it's Aptasia. What should I do? And they get all of this advice and everybody's freaking out. Like, dude, you got to get rid of that. You got to get rid of that right now. Got to get rid of it right now. Right now. Get that out of your tank. It's going to be the worst in the world. Yeah. And then you have another group of people where their tanks um, have other problems uh, that make the Aptasia uh, happen like they're afraid it's going to happen in their tank. Uh-huh. And it won't really happen like that in their tank when they have one or two. Okay, but they see one of these others where the entire tank is taken over, and it's because the nutrient levels are through the roof, and because they, you know, they, they I mean, just all the different things that you're supposed to do to take care of a tank. And so I think that's part of the the dilemma of the panic, right? That sure. sets in. Sure. So you know, what do you do? What do I do? First of all, I have a marginalis or a copper banded butterfly. Okay. Um, because those tend to you eat have a marginalis. Uh, I said or. Okay. I just want. I'm I had, curious if you had one. I had a marginalis. I love the marginalis, and uh, I lost the marginalis when something bad happened. Ah. Um, and I was waiting and waiting and waiting, waiting and waiting for one to come in. Right. And they didn't come in, and I couldn't wait anymore because of yeah. Aptasia. Right. So I was able to get a good copper band. Now you can also train the copper band. To eat Aptasia if you want to, if if you feel like that's a that. thing that's important. So you've got the copper band in its own tank, quarantine okay. or whatever like that, and you put rocks with Aptasia on it in there. Okay. And if they eat it themselves, good to go. Right. If they don't eat it, you have to train them to eat it. So what, okay. are, what are they eating? Probably some kind of mysis that you're putting in there. Right. Put a little bit of that on an Aptasia, and then they come and eat it out of the Aptasia. Super clever. And they will end up, a lot of the time, I have not, my N is a four. Sure. You know, um, <laughs> they, will, they will learn that uh, they can eat the Aptasia as well. Yeah, I've heard about putting, you know, sequestering them. Uh, the, the part that I was not super game on that when I heard that is I think a lot of people right when they get um, a fish like a copper band or what have you, which has all kinds of, we can get into the whole, again, back to the quarantine yeah. thing. Now you're putting it into an environment where, uh, you know, it, it, it needs to be fed and it needs, you know, if you're quarantining, especially the care and love of a new fish coming in and you're like, you know what, no food for you, you know, and it's like, you must eat that Aptasia in that thing. But what you just said is not something that I've heard before, <sighs> Yeah, no, which it, is super cool, which is, look, we're not going to starve the guy, uh, you know, hey, go to bed. That's fine. In the morning, your cereal will be there waiting for you. Every, <laughs> every... Every animal that, every fish that I've tried to train onto another food, you know, like mm-hmm. orange yeah. spot file fish, you know, any of the hard to eat animals, the key is getting them to eat whatever they're going to eat. So you okay. get them eating. A fish that's starving tends to only want to eat the stuff it wants to eat. Okay. A fish that's full and happy and sated and eating tends to pick at everything. Really? Or tends to pick at more things. That is a really so. Um, hey, ladies know, and gentlemen out there, when you're thinking about whether or not to listen to the Skimate podcast, <laughs> that is the kind of nugget, okay, that you get here and the only nugget. here. That is the nugget the of information. Nugget. No, I, and I'm joking, yeah. of course, but I'm also very serious to say that I never knew that little piece of fact that you just said. That that's what. It, hey, if they're full, they're just kind of like, hey, I'm in a good mood. I'm going to go around and just they pick mess around and pick at stuff and see what I like and whatnot. It makes total sense, but. Never even really considered it, so that's yeah. that's really cool. The starving them to get them to eat what you want them to, it just 
So, okay, your your solution to Aphasia is a copper so, band. So, so that's my first line of defense. Okay. Right? The second line of defense, when I'm really doing it, uh, uh, is caulk paste. Okay. Um, and I make it uh, into a slurry like toothpaste, mm -hmm. and I have a syringe that I can inject it on. You okay. Know, I don't inject it, but that can deliver it. Okay. And so I turn off all the flow, right? And then I make a little mound of the caulk paste on top of the aptasia. Okay. If the aptasia is in a hole, even better. Just fill the whole hole. Right. Um, cover them completely. Wait 45 minutes to an hour. With the pumps off? With the pumps off. Oh, wow. Just okay. leave it sit there. It crusts over really nice. Turn the pumps on. Some of it will blow around, but it's not going to kill anything anymore. Right. It's already done its chemical processing. Right. And then I don't do anything else. Okay. And that's it. And most of the time that knocks them back a lot. Right. And then once in a while, once a month or two, or when, it, when one pops up, I'll go through and do the same thing. I've used a bunch of the products. They seem to lose potency over time. Okay. Um, I, I don't know really what's in them, but uh, if I have a bottle of it that sits there for a year, it seems not to be quite as effective. So fresh caulk is the way I so like to do it. So is, uh, is highly base, right? Yeah. And, and, um, and it doesn't it really screw up your tank. doesn't screw up your tank. Um, I know other people have talked about lemon juice. Is that I've never used that, but that's acidic. So Yeah, well, I think the problem with... Uh, it just doesn't stay around. It the, dilutes. Yeah. The problem with acids... Uh, and aptasia is that the aptasia can grow from a cell, mm -hmm. right? It's different than mahano. A mahano, you can do an acid. Acid into a mahano is one of the most fulfilling things you'll ever do in your life. Inject 10% muriatic acid into a mahano and uh, watch it die in bubble. Yeah. It will do your little heart so good. But they're good. both anemones, so I'm stopping you there. So why is it Different one of bodies. They're different animals. Really? They're, yeah. Yeah. Mahano has got a really thick core. Right. And a, a really thick foot. Right. Uh, Mahanos don't. Mahanos are very uh, ephemeral. Uh, hmm. Not Mahanos, I'm no, sorry. No, yeah, Aptasia are very yeah. ephemeral. And so you do run the risk of um, making more. So let me... let me Exactly what doesn't happen with the calc paste. So when you go with the calc paste, you, because you're covering it all up, right? Yeah, it can't get away. Every cell is getting killed, so to speak. And or trapped. Not everyone, but it, certainly the vast majority of them are getting killed. There's less of them to get splattered around in your tank. And they're trapped under a mound of calc. Right, so that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. calc is killing every one of those but, cells. But it's also physically keeping those cells in one place. Okay, all right. So, right, if you spray acid, which, you right. know... All the tools are good sometimes, right? Because right? Right. I just sprayed ten percent at a couple of um, uh, aptasia the other day. I have no, I haven't gone back yet to see if right. they're back or not yet. Um, but but it makes a physical barrier that contains the aptasia. Okay, this is one of the reasons why it's interesting I think that it's you, so you, effective. You, you say that that's part of the process because before I had fish that because I have a um, I have the uh, aptasia eating file fish, the one from ORA that they um, that they breed. And uh, before I, I started using those and the, the marginalis butterfly, my go-to thing 10 years ago was that Aptasia X stuff. Yeah. And it does the same kind of thing. It kind of um, goos up underwater, right, and, you know, coats over what it is. And it was pretty effective. Yeah. But, yes, every, um, you know, uh, not every, uh, many of the people that I've heard that say, oh, yeah, if you kill them here or kill them there, they are going to spread to other places in the tank. They no, can spread. No, they... Well, they're the people I'm talking to. about say they're going to. Yeah, well, I, um, I, wanna, <laughs> I, want us, I want us not to say that so somebody doesn't get yes. that in their ear and think we said it. But what, what's, again... Another, well, you can say another, it. Another interesting <laughs> tidbit of information as I just ignore everything you're saying... I care what is, happens to you. Is, ...is that that spreading won't happen for the Mahano or for the um, uh, the gringo that I am, the Majanos. <laughs> uh, um it will not happen for those, but it can or may happen with the Aptasia. Very good piece of info I did not yeah. know. So um, that's what I like. I've used Aptasia X. You know, I, I find fresh caulk is fresh and yummy. And, right. and, and, it, and, and it makes such a nice crust. You know, sometimes the crust will stay for weeks. Right. Just leave it. Really? Yeah. So I think part of the, th I think one of the things people do is they then go and siphon everything out. Right. It's like, Why? Right, just, just leave, leave it. it. Just leave it. Even some of the dust blows around. It's a lot of people use super glue too. They'll super glue over the top of. Uh, those yeah, you can you can you can cover them with a glue them. or a, or um or an epoxy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, smothering is a great technique. Right. Um, I think Ryan for all kinds of pests is, is like that's all I do. I just come in with the super glue and go over the top of them and. Yeah, that'll and work too. I, you know, I know I was getting them here, and I do have them in my sump. Um, but I know for a fact that uh, you know. The fish just take care of them in this tank. Yeah. So I don't even have to worry about them. 
I, I don't think, let's see, let's just talk about Aptasia now as well. So biological controls are hit and miss, right? We talked about right. the copper band. You can't just, right. sometimes a copper band will do it, sometimes they won't, yeah. right? Um, uh, peppermints, oh, peppermints thing, will yeah. often eat them. I find it much more useful to have... Peppermint shrimp. Peppermint shrimp, I'm sorry. Limsata wonderami, I think that's right. Okay. Um, and there's ones that are sold as peppermint shrimp that aren't actually peppermint shrimp, so yeah. you run into that kind of issue. Can you tell... How do you, is there any way to tell the difference? Uh, I, I was so hoping you weren't going to ask me that because I don't know right offhand. Because you're the I science guy. I, I would you should know these things. You know that, right? I mean, well, if I was using peppermint shrimp, I would look it up. in this industry for so long, and <laughs> you then mentioned to me that there's two different kinds of peppermint shrimp. Yeah. And of course, several different of course, kinds. as the co-host of the show, I'm going to then follow up with the question yeah. that says, hey, so, Rich, how yeah. do we tell the difference between the ones we should have and we shouldn't have? Oh, you look up in the book <laughs> what the difference is, and then you get the one that you want. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you get okay. the good one. Don't okay. get the wrong one. Don't get the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like to use those in their own tank. Okay. So peppermint shrimp can be destructive on all kinds of things you don't want them to be constructive on. There's, there's nothing like um, the feeling of putting a Wilsoni, Wilson eye. Uh, in your tank. Oh, the peppermint shrimp will go after that? And um, feeding it and the peppermint shrimp going, there's food inside of oh, there. And yeah. then ripping it open. Ripping you it to right. find it. They don't always do it. So, right, you know, hit, they're hit and miss all the ways. Um, but I've found that they can be destructive. So I don't like them in my main tank. So, but, but if you have a tank you can put them in, you can then take the rocks or whatever is covered with Aptasia and you move if them into the tank. If you can move the, the rock, you can. Um, yeah, if you can move the rock, you could probably right. do stuff. But if it's a coral on the big rock and you move it, then the coral doesn't get damaged. And then you feed the um, the peppermint shrimp less because then they they will prefer they were they seem to preferentially eat everything besides Aptasia. Oh, yeah. So then you want to... But even then, after a few days, you got to get them eating. they got to be in the habit I of eating. I think that's the problem with any of the biological controls in the tank is that if if, if they got something really yummy coming in all the time, it's kind of hard. It's harder. You know, it's kind of hard. But also, if, if, if they have a very diet yummy coming in all the time, they pick at everything. That's true. That, I, I, that's I just my, learned in that. In my experience. I just learned that. Uh, I think the Bergia nudibranchs, I've never really seen well, I them about work. Those. I, uh, I, I am not a fan of the Bergen <laughs> Branks. And the, the reason I'm not a fan is because they're tiny, because I don't like anything when I stick it in my tank. I never see it again. Yeah. And then I have no idea if it's still alive. That's the big problem. Um, I also know that myself and many others are like, okay, we're going to have some Aptasia control. Here's $28 worth of uh, these things and put them in their tank and three out of eight of them get eaten immediately by one of your well, anthiae. First of all, <laughs> first of all, put them in at night oh, okay. when the fish I aren't swimming that around. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's just... Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe that's not obvious. It should be now. <laughs> Put them in at night when the fish are less active. Uh, that's a that's a good thing to do with things your they didn't fish give are going to eat. Sheet with that's what I, I I'm here to help. Oh, good. Um, they they do eat them. They take a long time to do it. Right. They, you know that's that's what I hear from people is that I hear the flow that we like in tanks that look like yeah. ours is kind of tough for them also. Yeah, when I've seen them in the wild, they have not not nearly as much flow. Right. Um, but it's also you you need a lot of them of the right size to really dent the population that you were have in the tank. Right. And there's so many things we keep in our tank that are going to eat them. Right. That it it make and then and then once they've eaten all your if they eat all your aptitude, you they starve to death. They starve to death if you can't get them out. So it's the whole nudibranch problem right. in general. So I think they can work. If if you really want a slow version of the peppermint shrimp thing, you can have a tank of Bergia and you can put rocks in there and wait as long as it takes for them to eat and sell them around. I'm I'm all for breeding Bergia. I, I just don't think I they think make sense as an in tank treatment. I think they might be more successful in the smaller uh, you know, biocubish type of environment where you're keeping um, you know, things like zooanthids and soft corals and these kinds of things, lower flow situation. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to pick them out after they're done and give them to a friend or sell them or whatever. You put those in one of our tanks and... They're just gone. Yeah, they're gone. And you're never going to see yeah, them again. Yeah. And something's going to eat them. Yeah, that, sure. In my tank, for sure, something's going to eat them. For sure. I can't even keep shrimp in this tank right now. I have no idea what it is Somebody, that's taking them somebody's out. Somebody's eating your shrimp? Some, somebody likes uh, cleaner shrimp. That's all I know. Um, and I have no idea who it is. I'll have to, I'll look and see so. if I can think of anybody. <laughs> and I love shrimp. I love all the like little pistol shrimp and those kinds of things. But 
Anyway, that's a, I mean, Aptasia. So um, what, what else do people do for Aptasia? We talked about acids. Um, they cry a lot about Aptasia. Nudies, peppermints, fi- file fish. Yeah, my file fish. The tassellated file fish, which is the Aptasia eating file fish. Yeah, I, I, again, I'm just going to put those in the biological control category for me. Is Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't, and sometimes they eat stuff you don't want them to. And that's what I hear from everybody, and I've, I, I'm on N3. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Good. Nicely done. Yeah, I know. Um, and uh, I have not had that problem. And what I, one of the things I think that a lot of people have trouble with with those is again on feeding, so they're going to eat all of that stuff. And they, they if they take prefer, preference to the the anemones, and then it, you know if you're feeding your tank a lot, then they're never having an opportunity. I mean, I know you said they pick yeah. on other things, but uh, to me, I just they were just eating pellets like crazy in my tank, and they would stay full and they wouldn't touch anything else yeah. in here. I mean, it had a negative effect, too, because I had these really cool feather dusters that just naturally appeared in my tank, and they were all over really cool and everything. Not anymore. And uh, I had vermetids, which I didn't like, and then I had uh, a, a few Mahanos and then a, a bunch of Aptasia, you know, in year one of the tank. And I put them in there, and they cleared, between them and him and the and the Marginalis, they cleared all of that stuff yeah. out of there. Yeah. Good or bad, it's... Yeah, so they ate some stuff you didn't... You would right, prefer the feather not to eat, you know. But so, so when you're looking at at a problem with your tank, whether it be algae or whether it be a pest, it's, it's, do you want to scorch the earth? Right. And, and the more I've done this, the more I feel like if I'm going to make an effort, I'm going to, I'm going to really make an effort. And what I mean by that is that damaging some coral to destroy the pest I want to get rid of is acceptable for me. So maybe not scorch the earth, maybe collateral damage is the right thing to say. And you know, and I, I get very aggressive because not getting aggressive just means the problem will be harder later. Yeah, I do that with Roundup in my yard. And we'll, yeah, it's the same thing. You yeah. can do it. I'm, that's kind of a joke. Just do it. <laughs> I do a Roundup in my tank. Oh, God, no, I can't say that because someone's going to believe it. Hey, look, there are people out there putting stump killer in their tanks. I, so. <laughs> and my, I mean, yeah. you go through reef to reef, and anybody who uh, who's new to the hobby... Uh, just think about that, right? You're just paging through like reef to reef, and you're like, "Oh, spectricide. Hmm, interesting. Uh, oh, look, I've got something that kills heartworm for dogs. Oh, interesting. Oh, stump killer. Oh, what do you know? That's interesting. I'm <laughs> still laughing that people are 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 dosing nitrates, stump nitrate killer. and phosphate. It, yeah, uh, it's you know, where six or eight years ago when I was yes, saying, like, "Oh, someone's going to do this," I can't believe it actually yeah. came true. It's yeah, because they've they've now have so, so many ways to starve to their tank. It's great. Well, good for them. I want right. people to do their tanks how they want to do their tanks. I think that's good. Uh, I, I'm trying to think for uh, Scott Thomas if there's anything else. Um, that, so so it's basically you got to go to war, uh, which really isn't that bad. But uh, think of it. Think of one, it on that let me back scale. You up one step though on that again, and I'm gonna go back to the thing. The first thing I said, which is, no, I mean Scott, no, uh, no, I've, uh, Scott, yeah. uh, do you really have a problem? Oh, that's a good question. Okay. If you're looking at one or two or three Aptasia in your 300-gallon tank, or I, he has a 500-liter tank. What is that? Uh, 0.6. Yeah. Okay, so it's 300-gallon tank. Look oh, at that. Nice. I did that really quickly. Wow. <laughs> um, if you have the three Aptasia in your tank and they stay three for yeah. a month or two, uh, what do you care? If you have three and then in a week you have 10. Uh, yeah, at the same time, if you have three and you can get to them, take care of them. That, that's true, too. Yeah. Uh, laser, laser works. Oh man! The laser works. The laser is so much work, though. Uh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I am going to be on a podcast like this saying, "Do not use a laser, ladies and gentlemen." Oh, I like to use it. It's fun. I use it for all kinds of stuff. It's one of those uh, danger, danger. Oh danger. yeah, I, you know, there's a lot of dangerous things in our hobby. I get it. Yeah, you know, and if you're gonna laser yourself on the eye and go blind, you are gonna do it anyway at some point. <laughs> Right, it's a laser. It's a laser. <laughs> if you point it at things and they burn, you should know you need to be careful with it. I understand. It's. I so it's, hope I go home and put out my eye eyes. with a freaking laser tonight. Eyes. It'd be it's so funny. And what about your little fishy eyes too? What about them, don't, poor guys? Don't aim it at the fish. Well, they're stupid. They swim in front of everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of his scorch earth also, policy. You can put your hand Rich in front like, of the. You Rich, can put your hand in front of the Rich laser and sign up for his fish. Uh, by the way, we're killing Aptasia like today. True. This is the scorched earth policy I'm taking. I, Please do not swim in front of the laser. I used to be much more worried about saying things like that, right? Like about acid. You know, if you're going to use acid, right? 
it's acid. <laughs> There's stuff you have to do to take care of yourself. I'm okay. assuming that anybody listening to this, that the 15 people listen. No, I don't know. The, everyone who's Sodium kind enough to listen to this <laughs> knows that you need to take some precautions when you're using okay. dangerous things. Okay. All right. I mean, we should say it, but I, I don't want to kowtow but anymore. Rich I is right. Go, Look, Even if you do use it, it is work. Because be you, responsible. You have to find them. You have to point the laser. You, it takes a while for it to burn. It takes burn. a while to burn. You need to change your batteries a lot because the the amount of, uh, of, of energy, energy yeah. goes down. It still feels like it should work because right. it'll stay lit forever. Yes. But the destructive it's a, it's now capacity is gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, on top of that, you're pushing around all of those aptasia cells. Right, I don't know if they're burning. But you're not burning all of them. You're yeah, probably you're, you're knocking them back. Yeah, it's like so. Anywhere. The laser's fun, but it's I spectacular. Use it, for a lot and it, of stuff. It, it looks great. I use it for a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> you just, I use it. Just like I use it, it on I use it on vermitids. You okay. can cook a vermitid in the shell if you can hit. Well, pest control. This is good. I think this is actually okay. getting to what right. Scott was talking about. That 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 there is no magic bullet. There is a suite of possibilities available to you. And all of those methods are useful for different applications. So if I've got underneath my rock work, uh, I can't get to this Aptasia. You use a dental mirror I can and use a laser. A laser. <laughs> uh, I can, I've used a dental mirror and a laser. No, you have not. I have. You have not. Not a dental mirror, but a small mirror and a laser. No I, way. Absolutely. <laughs> but I use mirrors a lot. I use mirrors for, you know, around the side of the tank if I can't get to it. Yeah. I can see what I'm doing. Sure. If I'm going to crush the vermitted or try to pick something up. Um, you can also use curved uh, hypodermic needles. Okay. So you can actually spray. Uh, so if you're doing that, if you're going to... Spray uh, caulk on something. I am definitely a more lazy reefer than I you. I would, um, I would uh, um, water it down some. Right. This caulk will be effective as well as a cloud of as a mustard gas cloud of death, rather than <laughs> a Colgate <laughs> deliciousness of death. Pick the right uh, needle, of course. Pick the right for needle for your but, viscosity. But, but if, yeah, and if but you can come up and under, you, you know, you can be creative at how you get to things. Laser is very useful. The Mahana wand. Is very good. Uh, That's it's only not two very electrodes, good. and it creates a it completes yeah. a circuit. And it's a, it's very slow going. I, I guess Dwayne, you, you have one of every one of these little things, really, dude. I don't just sit back and go, "That sucks. That can't work." I have to try it to what see are you insinuating? if it works. No, that some people think that no, you know, know being a skeptic know. is just being a dick. Right. It's more than that. It's <laughs> It's been the right so kind yeah, of dick. so no, I'll try every. You know, if it makes some kind of sense, I'll try it. I found the Mahana one to be underpowered. Dwayne apparently made one of his own, uh, and uh, gee, and it works really Surprise, well. Yeah. So good for that. He's got like um, two like golf cart batteries. No, no, I think it's plugged into the wall just straight. <laughs> oh god! Uh, and he's two twenty. Um, so that can that can be uh, an effective tool in some places. You know, if you've got a very deep tank. And you have Mahanos at the bottom. Mahano okay. one, it's slow going, but you know, so what? It's a little bit of work. So did we? Uh, did we exhaust know. the Aptasia? I think we may have. A, it's it's it's. I think it's more battling pests is more of a mindset than it is a procedure. Can I get that on a bumper sticker? You can. <laughs> <laughs> That's magic. That's magic. So there, I think that's everything. Um, Scott Thomas, let us know if we have or have not uh, answered your question to the fullest just so of you, our Just so you know, ability. anybody says something like that on the uh, Corolla podcast, yeah. uh, Brian pushes the more we know uh, jingle. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Why don't we have that? Because I'd be copying him. Oh, yeah, because uh, they're going to listen to this no, and sue us. No, but it would make me feel bad to just copy it. Oh, okay. I want to come up with our own. You shouldn't have said it out loud. He could have just done it. It's true. You want to come up? You want to come up with our own original, s- original sampled soundbite? No, but it could be, for instance, like the Andy Griffith Show tune or something. I don't know. To take, you know that song has lyrics. Oh, it does. You know I know those lyrics. Really? Because I'm a crazy person. It's a nice day to take a stroll and go down to the fishing hole. I can't think of better way to spend the time of day. Whether oh. it's hot, whether it's cold, we can go down to the fishing hole. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I am a I am a 60s, 70s and 80s TV jingle guy. Yeah. So I, although I, I get do into that. think Andy used to watch Barney masturbate. Oh dude, okay, now we're gone way too far. Just gotta okay. drop one of those in every show for someone <laughs> who, who <laughs> okay. wants to listen. All right, so I love that you get all smart. crazy about that. <laughs> the smart corner. <laughs> I gotcha. 
Um, I, I spent my summers watching that show in the yes, morning. Yes, yeah. Okay. I bet you did. All you right. Dirty, dirty so, girl. Smart corner. Uh, we're each one each show. We're gonna one is gonna bring something right to this show that's super helpful to the audience. We hope. We hope. Okay. Well, that we have found helpful. And uh, today you Facebook posted something about. Uh, what? Oh yeah, I had um. I've got this Eflo, the Herlock Eflo. It's really nice. Herlock is a guy from Denver. You gave me a piece of it. Thank you very much. Uh, It's great coral. Uh, I've got it in several places of the tank. And I noticed that uh, a part of the tank where I used to be able to have light and flow is now in the dark. Luckily, there's NPS in there. And I said, ah, it's that coral. And there's no way to, for me to get at it with bone snips. Okay. The way, you know, I so have for those that don't know, the Eflo stands for Eflorensis sure. or something like that? Sure. Okay. Sure. Anyway, Someone this, correct us. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> for your benefit there, Rich, uh, this particular coral grows kind of like a Montipora, right, in that it plates a little bit, but it's, it, it also grows its coralites up, right? As yeah. an, uh, so it's got Acropora, it's Acropora coralites on kind of a Monopora base, which grows incredibly thick and, and, and hard, and it just attaches to anything, and it'll just keep creeping over everything. Yeah, once it's, once it's established, it really can grow fast, right. and it's a great-looking coral. unlike Monopora, you just can't break it off. Easily. Right, it's very thick. Right. Um, so I couldn't, I can, but I couldn't even get an angle at it, you know, right. to get, even get bone snips, even just to get the leading edge cut off. Right. So I bought a uh, drywall saw. That you can remove the blades from. Okay. It's not really a drywall saw, but that makes the most sense. A keyhole saw is what they call them. Sure. Yes. Sure, sure. A keyhole saw that takes um, uh, uh, hacksaw Hacksaw. blades. Mm -hmm. And I got a good metal hacksaw blade, and I also got um, a carbide grit blade because I wasn't sure which was going to work the best. You can get diamond blades. You can get all sorts of stuff. Yeah, at the hardware store I went to, they didn't have diamond blades. They looked at me like I was crazy. (laughs) And I was like... Oh, that's okay. I'll, I'll I'll go somewhere else. And they're like, oh, I don't know. Like no, breaking somebody th- out of th- prison or something. There <laughs> are diamond blades. They there was like they they were saying, I don't know who you can you get those. And yes, yes, I can. Okay, it's called Amazon, um, <laughs> and other places. Uh, but the the it turned out just the regular uh, metal hacksaw blade worked really well. Okay, so I think it's different for different uh, densities of skeleton. Okay, um, and so uh, I was able to get the edge of the blade into it and just took me about 20 minutes and I sawed probably about four or five inches through. Okay. And, um, you know, long. Uh, that, that's but how long I cut. I mean, what happens with your rock? I mean, is this like jiggling out all of the rock in your tank? You have, I, I was going very slow and very okay. carefully. And when I got to another piece that the saw wasn't biting as well and, and things were jiggling like it was going to crack stuff off, right? Um, I, I stopped. I went, I've done enough. Right, right, right. Um, but this piece was really... In place hard, so I was really able to go through it, but nice and slow, just saw, 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 saw. You probably have cut probably out a big you, chunk. If you were able to get a uh, a diamond coated abrasive bit or uh, sorry blade, it probably wouldn't have had so much of the jiggling problem because yeah. you wouldn't have because they have a backbite on hacksaw blades. Right. And every time you go in that backbite, that's when actually I had it set so it was a pull, pull saw, but still it's but it's still it's, every it's time snagging it as it's going. Yeah. Yeah. And if you had an abrasive bit that was just abrasive with it, yeah. the other it's probably be really good. So I that's why I had I bought both of the both of the blades, mm-hmm. not a bit. Yeah. Sorry. Um. No, I just yeah. Um. In case, and then I, I was surprised at how well just the hacksaw blade worked. Awesome. Um. Uh, but interestingly, but the part I couldn't get, I might go put the composite grit bit back on and, and go for it. Did you see the uh, MaxSpec actually has a product for this? No. Yes. Now, I, uh, this is the first time I've ever heard somebody needing to use something. When you go out and look at this uh, product, it's interesting looking. It's basically a, a giant keyhole saw for your corals. And when I saw it, I'm like, um, I have never seen somebody need to cut corals that are bigger, thick enough that needs this thing. Rich is right now looking it up online. Um, and so it is kind of a laughing oh, stock kind of thing for the hobby a little bit. I'm not trying to put down MaxSpec, but everybody I've spoken to about this product or have seen this product or, or stores that have had it are kind of like, yeah, I don't really know what to use that for. Um, but you definitely, in you, from what you just told me, could use this. I'd have to see the blade. The blade looks looks like it's got big teeth. It looks like a big tooth blade. Yeah, and that's that's so. the thing I was thinking too is exactly the problem. Otherwise, if I had known if I had known this existed and I could get a different blade for it, that's perfect. Right. Because um, I needed something that was long and thin, and that I could manipulate slowly. Right, right, because you know, I was just gonna, yeah. I'm just grinding because yeah. I don't want everything else right. to snap. And it turned out the the skeleton I was 
going through was about two inches thick. So to two inches, two, really? Yeah, wow. inch and a half, two inches. Um, so to be able to do that over 20, 25 minutes. How long do you think that coral was in there to grow that thick? Um, two weeks. I've oh, got incredible funny. calcification. A <laughs> uh, couple years. I don't yeah. know how long that piece has been there. It's just interesting that it grows thick down, you know, that coral. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, well, it, also, it also made me feel good because, you know, I went through a phase where there wasn't much growth, it felt like, going on in my tank. Oh, it's and like, it was oh all this outflows are just sucking up everything. Yeah. It's just growing <laughs> thicker. Um, things are going fast now. Uh, but uh, do they have extra blades? I don't know if they have different ones or not, but... Uh, you can come back and tell me how that goes at another time. Well, you know, I don't know. I, I, I got everything I needed for half this price, so. So, smart corner thing for me, quick one. Yeah. Um, uh, many people ask me, Terrence, how do you light your tank? And I have to s- tell them. Terrence, how do you light your tank? <laughs> I have to tell you. Oh, nice. Very nice. I have to tell you, Rich, um, <laughs> that, uh, I, you know, this is a light that you can't get, buddy. Your light? Yeah, you can't get it. It's not available in the United States. Aww. American, it runs on 220 volt. So, but, um, and it grows great coral, and it looks awesome, as you know. So is this one running on 220? And it's running on 220. I actually had to run another home run line from my, um, from my uh, box over to underneath here and then put an energy bar six under the house and uh, connect them all up into it. Um, that's the way to do it. But the that is such a great way to do it. <laughs> well, you know, you do what you got to do to get I uh, what I consider to be um, the light with the best, the, the LED light with the best efficacy on the market, period. I, I really do. Uh, and I've seen a lot. And this this light, uh, the, like I said, the, there's a lot of problems with it. It's big and heavy. It weighs 22 pounds, each one of them, but it's got uh, passive uh uh, heat sink on it. It's they've basically adapted uh, bay lighting that you use in all sorts of industrial applications. Bays and bays. Yes. Well, people don't even know necessarily what they a use bay it in, is. in the water in the um, bay. But they no, no 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 like a loading bay like a loading bay or over like a, a commercial swimming pool inside or these yeah, different. I love places. when I take us into so a direction that no one, including me, cares about. So th- that light has a lot of uh, issues commercially for them that people don't want that. It doesn't look aesthetically good, everything. So the good news, Rich, is at Mace over in the Netherlands just last week, they announced that they have a new version of this light uh, coming out. Yeah. Um, that is slightly more appealing. I would say that um, it, it, they could have gone farther in the it's going to people are going to want to put it over their tank and see it kind of category yeah uh, it's a little bit thinner this way they n- now have it it will be coming next year in 120 volt version coming to the united states for the first time so people will be able to get them i'll have to see if it works uh, as well as this version and that is up in the air because they did change a couple of things it's of got 170 watts instead of 190 they changed the kind of the led pattern so that they would still get a good spread out of it they have less leds in it than the one i have all things that they kind of trade-offs they had to do in order to meet UL for the U.S. to do it at 120 volt. Yep. And because the that division of their company is working within the um, uh, the confines of uh, parts and products that they kind of already have, right? Like the enclosure. They couldn't go build their own enclosure. They had to use one that's sure. used for the bay lighting. They couldn't, like, create their own power supply. They had to use ones that they already to had. To keep costs down. Keep yeah. costs down because the volume in a company like Philips, this is not a high volume for them. So they did have to do some trade-offs. Um, but I did, I had a conversation with uh, with Luke this morning, and he, Luke is the, the head engineer on the project, and he assured me that, um, it, uh, they did not take a step back that they didn't take like leaps forward. It yeah. doesn't have any more real efficacy in, far, in terms of growing corals, but it didn't take a step backward. And there's a couple of more visual things that they said, uh, are slight improvements on it. And it now has uh, a controller that will be Bluetooth and Wi-Fi uh, controllable. Whereas, uh, the one I have is only zero to 10, the new right. one is zero to 10 Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. So it's really good for people here in the U S that do want to have this kind of uh, really great light. I think the new one still for most people will want to be in a canopy. There's not. It's still kind of industrial looking. Yeah. Um, there'll be some people that will be good with it, but uh, just to get it here in the U.S. at all is a big deal. I've turned a yeah. couple of friends on to it that have bought them and actually imported them in, kind of uh, in the black market. Yeah. You know. To get <laughs> <in there>. um, <laughs> and I saw them. Uh, they Tom uh, Bowling has a couple of these 
or several of these up in Palau. Oh, he does. Yeah. Okay. And the older version, but yeah. Yeah, it, they are great lights. So a anyway, bunch of them actually. So anyway, I expect them. Uh, I expect to see something at Interzoo next year. That'll be awesome. That they'll be probably releasing them by that time. I would imagine because they're still not released and not going to release until next year. But uh, everybody should look forward to that. That's cool. So it sounds like just in time for when I may be thinking about changing my lights. There you go. That they'll be ready to go. And they are. Uh, uh, they're Apex compatible, like mine. Because. There you go. Because I won't change my lights just because. The, um, <laughs> well, uh, the big deal difference really. Unless someone gave them to me. The big if someone deal gave them to me, I'd do it just because. But I'm not just going to change lights midstream. No, of course not. The, and the real difference in the philosophy of lighting between these lights and, say, uh, AI or Ecotech lights or Kessel lights is that, you know, rather than emulating, uh, you know, the sun in a spotlight kind of situation and then you have to then put many of those around right. your tank, this emulates the sky. And it basically creates a, a, a field of light because it's a big array with a, an awesome diffuser. And so you get just a really, you, get, you don't get the shadows, right? Mm -hmm. And you can, <coughs> you can avoid that too with things like the Ecotech light. You just have to use more lights in order to not have it. Sure, sure. Right? Or use the uh, diffusers. But even with a diffuser, if you, know, if you put just one oh, just light shadow. down the, yeah, yeah, the middle, yeah. the light basically goes out like this. You're right. And I know, so, understand what you're saying. So that is one of the advantages of having an array light like that. So look for it. Look for it next year. Keep your eyes That's off. That's cool. It, I'd like to see uh, um, something different. You know, it, uh, it feels we like need a, more a lot choices. of the lights are, uh, it's like different versions of the same choice. Correct. I'd like to see uh, different choices that matter. Yeah. You know, different, 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 uh, different approaches. Let's put a lighting discussion in one of the future, All right. uh, future pods. Okay. okay. And I think, uh, I, yeah, I think that's it. I think we're done. Are we? You have a, yeah, I think you we're. You don't have this next I thing? Think, I think the next thing is long. Okay. And, and, uh, and we're, we're what else? Against time. I, don't, I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. You th yeah. I mean, uh, your tank is so loud. It's really bothering me. <laughs> you are not nice. <laughs> You are not nice because you know how much that that bugs me. Man. I can hear one little drip sound and it drives me crazy. Every, and I, and I listen to the, the podcast and I hear those drips. It makes me crazy. <laughs> so now I'm going to have to do this in post, right? That's right. Just do it in post. Just do it in post. All right. So I, that's. I think we'll we'll wrap it up. We're gonna we're gonna record another one another right granite. now, but we're gonna pretend like it was two weeks later. That's right. Um, so uh, what what's the housekeeping stuff? Uh, if you like the podcast, you know it's a new podcast, and so you know it's great if if you um, if you like us and give us reviews at Apple. Um, that that's share always helpful. Share, share with friends. Sharing with friends really is like the main thing. If you want to help us out uh, and you like the podcast, uh, or if you if you don't like the podcast but you still want to help us out, which seems bizarre, uh, but we'll take it. Um, spread it around. You know, the, the, if it becomes a thing, we can keep doing it. If uh, we were joking you know. about uh, sponsorships and stuff last time, but you know that's another thing. <laughs> Were we? Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> the um, uh, Aspect Saw. Maybe it was in the last one. Or, yeah, Sponsor last of. One. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I, I think we both um, are have been thinking about, do we want to put some sort of monetization here for gear and other things? And so I'd love to hear back from the listeners to say, yeah, we wouldn't mind, you know, having a, you know, a place for you to have a Patreon or some other thing in order to get small amounts of money to help with gear and whatnot. Or, yeah. and you know it's what, also you guys need to keep pure. Whatever. I want yeah, to and it's, all, it's also... Um, uh, we don't live next door to each other or in the same town, right. so so it's a two-hour drive right. for us yes. to do these. And we and we've decided that at least for now we want to do them face to face. We don't want to do them remotely. We're gonna have to try one remotely just to see what that's like. Um, we're gonna have to see what it's like. Okay. Um, and maybe we can do it while I'm in Palau. I I can. The only reason I can tell you that I'm probably not going to like it is because I know what it feels like to do this, yeah. and I know what it feels like when I do interviews over Skype. No, I I understand. So We're I, still gonna have to try it because we have to see what it like. So uh, it, it, it doing these is more than if if all we did was sing, sit here and hang out. Sure, it'd be great. It's it's the traffic and the couple hours that makes you go, oh, I so so. Not not just the money, but just uh, input from you guys yeah. who are listening. If 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 we know that people are listening and are interested, great. Because if no one listens and no one's interested, What's we don't need to do yeah, this. Right? Exactly. I could talk to my wife I, instead of you. Uh, but I'm you know I'm looking at the stats and I'm hearing from people at, at trade shows oh, and online nice. stuff. I, I I really do, and I want to hear more and more of it from people. So if you are listening, give us some of that feedback, and uh, we're gonna do. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and if you give us the feedback. Um, it's, uh, I've gotten several private messages. Oh, hey, yeah. good podcast. And I understand that's that. I understand they don't some like of me. the reason to do that. That's <laughs> probably, um, but <laughs> I don't like you, so it's fine. Um, we can get along. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, any any publicy kind of stuff is more helpful yeah, because it makes us stuff. feel like it's happening and spread it around. A and little bit. a lot of times, your question is something somebody else is thinking about too, and then they can also ping off of that and and expand upon it. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyway, well, that's it for another one. Let's uh, let's close this one down, Rich. What it do you is say? closed down. All right. There we go. Is this the same music? Yeah, we use the same music going out. Of course. We going in? Uh, well, unless you're the music guy, you're going to have to come up with uh, another one for an outro music. I'm just going to put the outro music backwards. Oh, okay. So <laughs> then, is Tipper Gore still alive? <laughs> Tipper Gore can never die. Because <laughs> Tipper Gore would have something to say about that backwards music, I can assure <laughs> yeah, you. That's right. <laughs> Tipper Gore. Yeah, till next time. We're old. <laughs>